Tequila. Here's to the shot takers. A shot worth taking. You got a shot? I got a shot, buddy. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my bottle to come in the mail. I think it's in customs. Oh, this this is a, this hornitos is pretty smooth. I gotta tell you. Yeah, no, it's it's smooth. Got a guave. This is a lot for me, though. I just it's, got a, it's got a nice guave. It's very very smooth. How was that? Good. It's good. Was that a shot worth taking? It's a shot worth taking. All right, all right. In addition, we'd like to uh, thank DraftKings for sponsoring us. Download the DraftKings app on your phone and use the code OMIS, capital letters OMIS. Make a, you can make a small deposit of $5, make a $1 bet, get a chance to win up to $200 in free bets. And also, you know, you're gonna, we're going to give you some picks later today that maybe you can use on the DraftKings app, which will be helpful to you. Okay, so Tommy. What do you want to get in? We got to get into the NF. This is this show is obviously the NFL divisional playoffs. We're into the divisional now. Yeah, we did the wild card. So let's get right into the games. Let's start with Saturday. The first game is the Titans, uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. What do you think? Well, first of all, we got to talk about that San Francisco Dallas game because that was uh, <laughs> that was, that was got to be the worst. That was uh. That was maybe one of the worst playoff games I've ever seen. The Cowboys had 14 penalties. I can't. I can't believe. I don't know how you have 14 penalties in one game. They're and, terrible. They're undisciplined. They're undisciplined. No. I, I. Well, they're everything. I mean, they're. It's not just undisciplined. I mean, they're dumb too. They're like. They're, I mean, those penalties. Those penalties were so bad that you know it looked like they didn't even care. You know, the, they had penalties for holding on defense when their defensive linemen were actually holding the offensive linemen from blocking, which I've never I've never seen that or rarely see that. You know, when an offensive lineman is trying to get to the second level and block the linebacker, the defensive lineman was grabbing him and holding him and the referees were throwing the flag. Oh, my goodness. I never I, – that, that's such a rare penalty, but that just gives you an idea of how bad – this cowboy team is when referees are actually they're actually throwing flags on on rare penalties because they know that this team commits so many penalties that they can pretty much call a penalty against the cowboys on every single play so that was do you think it was i mean people have talked about the cowboys being choke artists i mean it seemed like me you watch that game they were choking on all levels well, yeah, I mean, of course, the, the opening kickoff, the 49ers took the ball and they just drove right down the field and scored. That's a choke. That's a big choke. They were down 13 to nothing before they scored. They were down 16 to 7 at halftime. Yeah, that, that of course they choked. And then at the end of the game, they got lucky because San Francisco is not even a good team. Like, San Francisco is no good. They're not going to beat Green Bay. They're no. at all. Oh, like, we're we're going to get into that more, but no way. Like, Garoppolo is awful. They're not a good team. Their best running back is their wide receiver who, like, like who cares? Like, he's your best running back. So, so the Cowboys actually had a chance at the end of that game 
where they moved the ball down the field with like 30 or 40 seconds to go with no timeouts because the San Francisco wasn't even guarding the, the sidelines. They were letting them throw the ball down the sidelines, running out of bounds, running out of bounds. They had the ball in the 40-yard line with 14 seconds, so you got two chances at Hail Mary's. You could throw one into the end zone, right? Because they had no timeouts, correct? No timeouts, right? And so what do they do? They called the worst play ever. It's Nobody's ever seen that play before. Well, what did I text you after that play? I said, I hope the Vikings do not hire the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Because who the hell wants to take that play? Harry, no one. There are two Hail Marys. With Lamb and Cooper and that German tight end. I, I'm confused. Nobody is hiring the Cowboys offensive coordinator. Nobody. And, and when the Cowboys fired Mike McCarthy, nobody is ever hiring Mike McCarthy again. It was such a bad call. You know, and then Mike McCarthy went on he's – he's been on multiple press conferences since that game saying, well, that play we practice all the time, and it's a 15-second window. Oh, my God. Like, that's, that's, that's terrible. So do you think Aaron Rodgers was always right about Mike McCarthy? Aaron Rodgers never criticized Mike McCarthy. I thought Aaron he was never wasn't never too happy about never it. Never criticized Mike McCarthy. In fact, when Mike McCarthy got fired, Aaron Rodgers is the one guy that came to his defense and said, we won a lot of playoff games and we won a Super Bowl. So Aaron Rodgers is is never been anything to Mike McCarthy. Let's, Mike let's, McCarthy. Address, let's address Brian. Brian, the big choke was their last play of the game, which you said, they run up the middle with no timeouts. Yeah, as well, it was, Brian. It was ridiculous. Anybody and their mother would have said throw two Hail Marys, right, Tom, at 40-yard line. Yeah, yeah. You got to throw. You got to take a chance. You're on the 40-yard line. You got to take a chance. You you run four receivers into the corner of the end zone, and there's going to be five or six defensive backs, and you throw the ball. San Francisco's job is to knock it down. Their job is to knock it down, right? So you're going to get two shots at it. Exactly. And what about this? What if the first one – you throw it like sideline. I know they were guarding the sideline. Those guys were hugging the sideline. You throw a sideline. Wait, sideline and out, right? And they grab them. They wait, and they grab them, and they get a and get a pi. The sideline was over. They, they weren't. They 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 couldn't throw it to the sideline anymore because after they had those three plays to get it down to the forty, the Niners put all their guys on the sideline, so they couldn't throw it to the sideline anymore. I agree. What I'm saying is. Because there's no room on the sideline because they're guarding the sideline. And if a receiver goes out there and does an out pattern, there's a chance they're going to run into each other and a ref's going to throw a flag and they're going to get even closer to them. You're not going to call a penalty hoping you get a flag. The play then was a, was a Hail Mary. The only play from the 40-yard okay. line was to throw it into the end zone. You get it to the 40 just so you could throw it into the end zone. You don't need to get it to the 20 or to the 30. They were already there. It was just stupid. But here's the other thing. Now, now the 49ers win, and they go into Green Bay. Green Bay's going to crush them. That Garoppolo was so bad against the Cowboys. I mean, that's how bad the Cowboys were. Garoppolo sucked. He was terrible. He was throwing the ball into the Cowboys' hands. Or it just he was so bad. So Green Bay's not going to – they're not going to let Garoppolo run the ball down the field like that. They're not going to let that Debo Samuels – Run, there's no way. No, They're no. just going to guard him. And then but if you guard him, it's over. Yeah, there's no way. Like, there's no way that they're going to beat the Green Bay Packers. The 49ers are no good. The Cowboys are no good. Like, it's it's, it's, it's I watched that game. Both of those teams sucked. They just did. You it know? gives me hope for my Minnesota Vikings when I watch that. I'm like, Really? I mean, yeah. those guys are the best of the best. I mean, but let's not. But let me say. So I think that was a huge choke. The Cowboys, big choke. Now, what did McCarthy say? How long does that play take in practice? Well, he said they practiced that play, and he says that we have a 13 second window with that play. The play is designed for Dak to only run 10 yards and then go down. He ran 17 yards and went down. Took an extra second off the clock, and then they're blaming the referee with the placement of the ball. But why would you put that play into the hands of the referee? What, like that play is dependent on the referee being quick and getting to the yeah. ball quickly. No, because right. don't these guys watch boxing? They always say in boxing, you don't let the referees decide the fight. Like yeah. it's ridiculous yeah. to do that. And then he handed the ball to the center. He did that too, which if they practice this, this play, they should be hammering in his head. 
You give the ball to the ref. Give yeah. one guy should be the ref. You mock up the ref. It's like a it's like a play. It's like a fucking theatrical scene. And you have a guy run down right with the with the center, and and he's the ref, like some guy for the Dallas Cowboys. It's a worker, and he gives them the ball. Like I guarantee you, they never it's, did that either. A terrible call. And then the other thing is just the fact that the Cowboys ha- actually had the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win. <laughs> speaks to how bad San Francisco is. The Cowboys had 14 penalties. They played a terrible game. They gave up 160 yards rushing. They played terrible on offense. Dak Prescott is so overrated. They played so bad, and they still had a chance to win? How bad are the Niners? No, it shows you. So so let's get right into that, the Green Bay. We're going to go one game ahead. The first game, Cincinnati-Tennessee. But let's talk about that San Fran Green Bay. I agree with you. There is no way in hell no that way. San Fran's going in, even if it's a healthy Jimmy G. And who knows if Bosa, what Bosa's going to be like. And there's no way Green Bay's going to lose that game. It's going to be nighttime game. Yeah. I love how Green Bay no gets primetime no game. And I love it how Green Bay gets these nighttime primetime games at home. And that's obviously an advantage to them. That game, everyone thinks it's, it's too big of a spread. Minus six, I think it's minus six and 47. I'm like, really? With Aaron Rodgers at home in five-degree weather? Really? Yeah. It isn't. The only team that's beating Green Bay is Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay's got to play the Rams, which, you know, who knows what the Rams do? Like, they got Stafford, who's good and bad in the same game. Like, who knows what the Rams but, but they go into Tampa, and they play Tampa, I think, on Saturday, right? No, Tampa Tampa and the Rams is on Sunday. So the, the, that's on Sunday. That's uh, the first oh, game yeah. before oh, the Bills and KC. Now, Saturday is Bengals-Tennessee first game, and then and then uh, uh, San Fran-Green Bay. So, oh, so to get, Saturday night, okay. Yeah, okay. so to get back to the San Fran-Green Bay, you're right. I mean, there's no way – at 8.15 Eastern time with 12-degree temperature, that Jimmy G, even if he feels good, that it's going to work. And if they have to put Trey Lance in, forget it. He's going to be scared. He's going to poop his pants. And there's no way. And everyone's talking about it, the Lions like 6.47. Oh, no, San Fran's a hot team. San Fran, because they talked. It was a good They're not game. a hot team. San Fran didn't play a good game. They're not a hot team. No. That's a myth. No, you're right. It's a myth. It is a myth, and it's a myth based on all the sports reporters and journalists talking how they're going to beat Dallas. But, like, what you're saying is Dallas has huge holes. That's why they lost. They're terrible. Well, last week I predicted San Fran to beat Dallas when we were here, and and Dallas played a terrible game like they usually do. They usually play a terrible game against a good team. So Green Bay – the other thing is this. Green Bay is not going to get stopped. They're not going to stop Green Bay. Green Bay is going to move the ball. They're going to move the ball down the field yeah. the whole game. San Francisco's not stopping Green Bay. With that defensive backfield that they got, they got nobody back there. They don't have a defensive backfield. So it, it's – trust me, this game is easy. Easy money. Yeah, no, it, it, it's easy it's really money. easy. And it's like it's, – it's, it's really – it shows you how, how important it is to play through the season and get home field. Because right now, Green Bay looks like they're setting themselves up. They're going to play the NFC Championship game in Green Bay. And it's going to be a nighttime game. The NFL loves putting them on prime time. It's going to be a nighttime game. Tampa's the only team that could maybe go in there and give them a fight. If the Rams go in there, by some chance they beat the, the Bucks again, they're going to have a hard time in there. Yeah, the Rams already beat the Bucks earlier this year. They, they yeah. already got one win. Yeah, yeah they already so, beat them. So I want to go – so right now I, I'm just going to make my Constanza Cash pick on the Green Bay game because it's so easy. And I know people are going to talk about like that – what's his face? That Orlowski guy that played for the Colts and he played for the Lions. He keeps talking about how the 49ers are the worst matchup for the Packers. They're the worst matchup no, for the Packers. No. I mean, really, first – the worst matchup – you know, what do you mean? Worst matchup compared to what? I mean, there's no way. They're not the worst matchup for anybody. They're not that good. It he loves them. He loves them like he likes Carson Wentz. He loves Carson Wentz. Well, like he, likes all the, he, likes, he likes all the bad teams and the bad players. Carson Wentz is awful. He still tried to say that Carson Wentz had MVP moments this year. 
when he led his team to a nine and eight record. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's so yeah. unbelievably ridiculous. That, that guy doesn't know that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. That guy, that guy has zero awareness of of who's playing well or who's got skill or who's one of the better players. San Francisco is not a bad matchup for anybody. No. They're, they're a good team. Jimmy Garoppolo's their quarterback. They don't have a good defensive backfield. And they barely beat a lousy Cowboys team. Well, everyone knows they're no good. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a Costanza cash pick. Our old Minnesota's Costanza cash picks. I'm gonna make one right now with the later game on Saturday, the Green Bay San Fran game. And this is a weird thing for me because I don't like to lay points, especially in these playoffs. It's very difficult. But guess what? I'm gonna actually lay six points. Yeah, Green Bay. And I'm going to take the over, too, because like you said, they're not going to stop them. This is the best bet of the whole weekend. It's like a gimme. It's like, really? Because they're going to – the Packers are going to go down and score the first two times they got the ball. And San Fran's not going to. And San Fran's going to go, let me put my warm jacket on. Where's those big jackets with the the hood and the fur inside them? Because I just want to go home. That's what's going to happen. What are they going to do? They're going to have Jimmy G. I call him Jimmy lowercase g. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lowercase G is gonna he's gonna throw the ball down the field. Yeah, sure, sure. Hey, give me a, the other thing is you draft a quarterback with the number two pick in the draft, and then you try to tell me that the guy you're playing, Jimmy G, is gonna lead you to a Super Bowl. Why did you draft Trey Lance with the number two pick? Why did you trade? Why did you trade draft picks to get Trey Lance? And now you now you like how confusing are you as an organization? Oh, we want Trey Lance as our quarterback. But Jimmy G is going to lead us. Oh yeah, sure. Like yeah, we we buy that one. Sure. Get out of here. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's sense. I think the best game of the weekend are is uh, the Chiefs are hosting the Buffalo Bills. That's on Sunday that's, night. Yeah, that's on Sunday night. Yes. That's so what do you do in that game? Buffalo went in into Kansas City earlier this year and hammered Kansas City when Kansas City was playing badly. You know, it's different now. Kansas City's not playing badly. They're playing well. And Buffalo's playing well. So that game, that game's going to be great. Like, I can't pick that game. Really? You know? Yeah, I can't. I don't – I have no idea who's going to win that game. Buffalo already already handled Kansas City easily earlier in the year. And Buffalo's playing very good football. You know, Kansas City's got a great home field advantage, right? So, you know, that should play into it. But I expect Buffalo to just fight them right down to the wire. And Buffalo already beat them in KC to this year. Yeah, earlier in the year. I don't think that matters. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't. You think it matters? Eh. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, earlier in the year, Kansas City was in a slump. You know, they were clearly in a slump earlier in the year. My daughter is calling me right now, and, I'm, and what's happening is it's taken away my feed. I got to text Bella real quick. She need, in the middle of the show, she needs something. Well, she yeah. I got let me let me just text Bella, see what she needs. All right, see what's going. Ask her who she likes. I guarantee you, she likes Mahomes. No, she doesn't know who he is. Oh, really? How can you not? Yeah. All right. So anyway. I'll talk while you're sitting there t- texting your kid. Um, but so so Tommy and Barry, bo- both on Saturday in the late game, the Green Bay Packers minus six over 47 against the San Francisco 49ers in Lambeau Field. And yeah. Time, prime time are taking Green Bay Packers minus six, and we're taking the over. And usually we scare off about big uh, lines, but we're not scared off about the minus six. So we're going to go with that. Now, right now, are, is she okay? Yeah, everything's good. All right. And and so now we're going to recap the Bills on Sunday night, the Sunday night game against Kansas City. We're going back and forth here. The Bills have beaten them once in Kansas City. The Chiefs, though, had that, that little air part during the season they, where they played like a uh, chocolate ice cream emoji. And 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 the Bills yeah. played and the Bills also played terrible a little part of the season. And now it seems like the Bills are back. And I don't know. It's a it's it's a tough call. I don't think it really matters the games in Kansas City because the Bills beat them there. The Bills scare me. They're so good sometimes, and then they're so bad. 
that Kansas City is really good sometimes, and then they're mediocre. They're never yeah. terrible. But, but no, though, these two teams are playing their best football of the year at the right time of the year. So yeah. whatever happened, you know, with the ebb and flow of the regular season and with injuries and whatever have you, whatever happens with that, that, that doesn't matter right now. They're both playing excellent football. The Chiefs did what they had to do last week. They completely dominated the Steelers, and they embarrassed the Steelers and made them, you know, and made it look like it should have looked. The Steelers didn't belong in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, the Chiefs took care of that. Buffalo, the same thing. Buffalo lost the first game of the year to the Patriots, but they beat them in the second game. And then in the playoffs, they made the statement that there's no the Patriots do not even belong on the same field with Buffalo. So whatever happened four weeks ago, eight weeks ago, 12 weeks ago, it doesn't matter. These teams are both playing excellent football. And in my opinion, if you bet one of them, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you can't bet a team. You can't bet this game. you got no idea who's mm. going to win this game. You, know, you can say, oh, well, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with Mahomes. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, yeah, sure. And Buffalo's playing great football right now. So, you know. It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. If you want to keep your money, don't bet this game. I, if I if I was going to do anything on this game because I was just, like, bored and it's Sunday night and it's the end of the weekend and you're just like, oh, God, okay, I'm going to watch the game. It's going to be a fantastic game. So I would bet the over. That's it. That's all yeah, over. I bet the over, and the Chiefs' defense is playing better. It's I know, but that's the only thing I would even – like, 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 The only right thing now. I would touch. Because like you said, you can't bet the Bills – what is it, plus two – you can't bet the bill. You, know, like, you can't just bet just to bet. Like you no. can't just look at a game and go, oh, like you know, no, I, I, I got a feeling. That's that's the great way to throw away your money. The you line right that. now. So the line's gone down. The line started at two. It's down to a point and a half because people are betting Buffalo. The over under is fifty four. Like you're right. You can't touch. I, I you can't touch either line. It's too tricky. If you want to bet it, because you're crazy and yeah, don't bet, don't mess with this game. Yeah, you got to. The over under is high. The over under is fifty four, which is really high. It's really is, high. Yeah, really high. And you know what's the weather like? What's the weather forecast? It's not bad. It's going to be thirty eight degrees. It's going to be decent. Yeah, clear, no wind. The thing there is the wind. No wind. Yeah. It's not going to be windy like the Tampa Bay game, so it's going to be fine. Um, I don't think there's going to be a problem with any of that. So they're going to throw the ball. It's interesting. I know what you're saying. The Chiefs' defense. What if they show up? The Bills got a good D. Eh, yeah. What was the last game they played? Was what was the score of that game in case? Thirty-eight to twenty. Thirty-eight to twenty. Thirty-eight to twenty. Yeah. You know, so if you go based on that, you go the yeah, Anyway, this is a great game. This is the game to watch. This is the best game of the week. But you maybe not the best game. This is the game. But maybe maybe not to wager. No. It's yeah, it, it's probably not the one to wager. But if you're crazy out there. Well, here's the game to wager. The game to wager is Tennessee and Cincinnati because everybody loves Cincinnati because of Joe Burrow. Because he, he really is cool. And he's really good. Like, it's clear that – Yeah, no, he's clearly good. He's really good. He's a terrific player. Jamar Chase is great. And uh, Frankie D texted me and said – Frankie D said, I'm no longer a Giants fan. I'm now – What? He goes, I'm now rooting for the Los Angeles Chargers because of Herbert. And he goes, and I love Joe Burrow. Wow. Like, like Frankie D's done with the Giants. So, anyway. No way. But – um. So, so Joe Burrow, after the game, he uh, he went into the press conference and he had on like these rose-colored yeah, and a cigar. Yeah. You know, he's he's cool. I love Joe Burrow. So, but this is the thing: because everyone likes Joe Burrow, because Cincinnati is the new flavor, there's gonna be a lot of money going on Cincinnati, and Tennessee's gonna hammer them, hammer them. Cincinnati, no. Cincinnati barely beat the Raiders. The Raiders are no good. The Raiders are bad. Well, you're saying this is a public move. It's yeah. the public is, yeah. is going. Because for you people out there that don't understand when we say the public thing, there's always a push public-wise on a game, depending on popularity and other things that are intangibles that probably do, have nothing to do with who's going to win the game. So yeah, here's the thing. Possibly Joe Burrow and Chase are bigger public things than than anything on the Titans. 
Well, there's just a new flavor, and yeah. everyone loves them, you know, and, and, it, yeah. and they should. They don't, don't get me wrong. This Cincinnati team is a good young team. They, they, the fans love this kind of team. Cincinnati comes out of nowhere. They're always bad. They finally win a playoff game for the first time in 31 years, I think, since 1990 or 1991 was their last playoff win. So yeah, with Icky Wood on that team. Playoff wins, right? It's a, it's a very good team. But nobody likes Tennessee's style. Tennessee, you know, defense, great defense this year. Yeah. The running game, even with Derrick Henry out all those weeks, they still ran the ball. They were still tough. They still won the division, right? Without Derrick Henry, Tennessee's going to control this game. They're going to run the ball right down Cincinnati's throat. Cincinnati, Cincinnati doesn't have a great defense. They're going to run it down their throat. They're going to give Burrow a bunch of different looks. They're going to make this a tough game. They're going to muddy this game up. And, and here's the other thing. The line's only three and a half, right? Tennessee's at home. Okay, so obviously we all know that the home team automatically is a three-point favorite just for being the home team. In a playoff game, in a playoff game of this magnitude, they're only giving Cincinnati an extra half a point. That's Tennessee's going to do the same thing that Green Bay is going to do to San Francisco. Tennessee's going to dominate this game. These are the games to bet. You're going to bet Green Bay. You're going to bet Tennessee. And, and Joe Burrow is going to struggle in this game because it's not going to be easy. This isn't the Raiders. The Raiders didn't belong in the playoffs. Like they had a great ending. They won their last four games by 12 points. The Raiders are not a good team at all. Not a good defense at all. And, and Cincinnati beat them twice. And even against the Raiders, they barely beat them. They, they really did. I mean, the Raiders had the ball at the end. If they score and pop it in there, they could tie the game. I mean, the, I mean, the, 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 one play, the referee blew the whistle in the middle of the play. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like the, the, that, referee crew, that referee crew got benched. They benched the whole referee crew. So do you think Tennessee, um, part of their strategy – is going to be to, you know, obviously run the ball, possess the ball, and give Burrow less possessions, well, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's always their strategy. Yeah. Always their strategy. But the other thing is they don't just have Derrick Henry. They also got that monster, A.J. Brown, who's like Debo Samuels for uh, for the San Francisco. That, Anthony Brown's a monster. They get yeah, the ball. You know, they can hand him the ball like they do to Debo, but they throw those, um, they throw those drags across the middle – five-yard pass, and he turns it into a 20-yard gain. He's a big, strong, excellent wide receiver. Tennessee's going to hammer this team. And they got Julio. Is Julio going to play? Not Julio. It's like, who cares? And Henry's playing, right? I, I don't even know. King Henry, is he playing? A non-factor. You don't even care if King Henry plays? No, Henry's playing. playing. No, Henry's He's playing. playing. Yeah. So they're going to jam. It's going to be – I get what you're saying. It's interesting because I think Green Bay and Tennessee, you're right. I like how you're, 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 the correlation you're having there, the similarity. They're going to – people, they're going to – they're not even going to finesse them. Even Aaron Rodgers isn't going to finesse so much. They're going to oh. run and they're going to push the ball down their throats yeah. and they're going to score. And then you're not going to get shit. I mean, you're done. Yeah, and I, I don't want to hear about this – Oh, nobody, you know, that San Francisco is a bad matchup. Yeah, sure they are. Sure they're a bad matchup. They're 10-7, and seven and they barely beat a bad Cowboys team. Oh, they're a bad matchup for Green Bay. Bullshit. Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers is a bad matchup for anybody. Yeah, I mean, it's a stupid. Yes. Get, get out of here with San Francisco is a bad matchup. They're, they're not a good team. Yeah. No. A good team. Why are they in third place in their division? Exactly. So, so you like Tennessee minus the points? Would they minus three and a half? Three and a half. Oh, a big deal. And yeah. you can't take the over under in that game. There's no really bet in the over under. So we got Tennessee. I'm agree. You know, me and you are on the same page here. I like Tennessee minus. And again, I'll take them minus the points. Okay, but let me let me a caveat. I will if it's three and a half when game time happens. I'll buy a half a point to make yeah. it three. I'll, yeah. I'll make it three. I'm not gonna half a point's a big deal. You got to be crazy to to take three and a half. Invest the extra ten dollars or fifteen dollars oh, to go down a half. Is, the other thing that hurts Tennessee in this is is all my better friends here in Vegas. They hate Tannehill. They think Tannehill's a bum. He's not a bum, but they think he's a bum. So any any, but like, he's not flashy. You talk about Burrow versus Tannehill, and look, look at everyone's going to go with Burrow. Like anyone that likes to bet and likes the over, they're going to go with Burrow. Go ahead. That team's not ready. 
They're not ready for this game. But remember this. Okay, I'm going to quiz you here. But what did Frank Lopez say about Flash? Kikasta Pen. Yeah. And what? So what? To explain that to people. Joe Burrow's the Flash. Tannehill's not the Flash. Explain it. What do you say about that? He said they don't last. They don't last. Frank Lopez from Scarface said the guys that last are the one that that fly straight, not the Flash. Flash don't work. So, you know, everybody can talk about Tannehill, but he's going to manage the game. What did Tony Montana say after that dinner at the Babylon Club when they were driving home with Manolo? Manolo and him were driving home in that, that Cadillac. Right, that that yellow Cadillac, and, and and Tony was driving, and he said, "The boss, he's soft." And Manolo, remember Manolo said, Manolo said, "Come on, man, are you crazy?" He said, "He's soft." You look at his eyes, Chico. They never lie. Like he knew he was soft. <laughs> and 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 come on, you know. And if you, I tell you now, the Tennessee coach, he's that soft. <laughs> no, no, and then. To flip it back, the Cowboys are soft. They the eyes, Chico. They never lie. Yep. You know. I mean, well, if you look at Mike McCarthy, they soft. If you watch Mike McCarthy that game, you go rewind that game. You look at his eyes. He's soft. Well, he's soft, but but you know you know the the, the epitome of a soft team is fourteen penalties in a game, jumping off sides, illegal motion, holding. That's soft. A soft team was going to commit mad penalties. Right, and the 49ers are not playing a soft Green Bay team at all. Green Bay's no. not gonna commit no 14 penalties. No, it ain't gonna happen. It, it hurts me to even say it, but you know, when money's involved, you know, you, you gotta you gotta go you gotta go straight. And I love the Vikings, but you know, I'm telling you right now, Green Bay, they're 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 it's gonna be hard to get Green Bay out of this. They're probably gonna go to the Super Bowl, but let's Let's recap Saturday's games. We got the early game, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, Flash, Flash against Tannehill, who's going to manage the game against the Titans. It's minus three and a half. We're going to buy half a point and go minus three, both of us. We're going to agree all the way through, I think, this NFL divisional thing. We're going to take Tennessee minus three. Then the night game, we're going to take Green Bay minus six. And Barry D's a money line guy, and I don't care. Six is nothing. They're out of the latest six, and I'm going to take the over in that game too, because I think they're not going to stop Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to they're going to he's going to continue to go and go till they're down, till they're down, and they go no moss, no moss. Well, this is going to be the last last time you see Jimmy lowercase G as the quarterback for the 49ers. Yeah, hopefully Cousins goes there. And and again, it's a team that traded a bunch of picks to move up to number two, to draft a quarterback from North Dakota State who never even played. He played like 15 games or something, and they draft a guy that's not ready for the NFL, and they're playing a guy that they don't want, and they're trying to sell us. Like people like Orlovsky is trying to sell me on the idea that teams don't want to play San Francisco because they're a bad matchup. Where? Like where do you get that? Well, from? It's funny too because that quarterback, the, the 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 Trey Lance guy, he like spent more time in the in the school cafeteria than on the football field. Yeah, he never played. He played and one year at Dakota State. State. Like, never played. Like and, and he played and he played in that in that the competition he played wasn't fantastic Ooh. either. Here's the other thing: is the last guy that that we've seen drafted from North Dakota State was terrible. Like the second team he's on, they don't want him. No, right now, the, you know what the Colts said after they after they lost the last game of the year to Jacksonville. The Colts said, "We don't regret trading for Carson Wentz. We don't regret it." Why are you saying that? Of course, of course you said, of course you regret it, or else you wouldn't ever even said it. Unbelievable. Even if someone, even if someone asked you that, if the question is posed to you, do you regret trading for Carson Wentz? Well, then it, it, it's automatic. Of course you regret it. You gave up multiple draft choices to a team for their quarterback with a $23 million price tag, and that team in the playoffs, with you not in the playoffs. So then, you, then you, what, five years later, six years later, you go back to the same school and draft another guy. Where's the wisdom in that? Like These, these teams, like they pick these, team, these guys from North Dakota State, well, they're no good. They're not ready for the NFL. They're not ready. 
There's even guys in 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 primetime Division One below the top five teams. There's teams on top ten, you know, Division One NCAA teams that aren't even ready. Like yeah. like the, the, the disparity is is, is is amazing. So so how is Trey Lance ready for the NFL? And even if San Francisco knew he wasn't going to be ready this year, even if they knew that they were going to have to work him in and stuff like that, you still t- you're still selling me on a team that's got Jimmy G as a quarterback that we're supposed to fear in the playoffs. Nobody fears them. No. No one fears that team in the playoffs. Green Bay's happy they're coming. Green Bay's thrilled that San Francisco's coming. What do you mean fear them? What do you mean bad matchup? Green Bay's thrilled they're coming. They'd much rather play the Cowboys. The reason they pop this stuff, the reason these announcers, these journalists, do this stuff on the networks is because they got to push the game. They got to push it. They got to push the scenario. And they push these scenarios that are BS. And at the end of the day, you can keep talking about it, how great Wentz is, and you can talk about Sam Fran, you can talk about this, and then sometimes it's justified. Like last week, there's justification because well, they beat the Cowboys. But anyone is pushing anything. I think those guys are speaking from the heart, just like we are right now. I, there's wow. No, there's no pushing nothing. They're not the, the producers not sitting in a meeting before the show going, okay, listen, we really got to push Wentz. We got to stay on that. No one's telling those guys to say that. You know, they're, they're, they're coming up with an outline of what they're going to discuss. Yeah. Those guys, those guys are giving you their honest opinion on these players, which just goes to show you that it doesn't make any difference if you played in the NFL for 15 years or you're sitting there watching it like us. There's no guarantee that your opinion is better than ours. Yeah. Olofsky with, with Wentz, it's like he's like invested in crypto. It's like a, it's like Wednesday's is crypto. <laughs> yeah, it's been so great. I don't see it. I don't like the other thing is Wentz goes from the Eagles. The Eagles dump him because he was so bad. Terrible. So Indianapolis. Now Indianapolis has the best running game in the NFL. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. They had the highest turnover margin. Them and the Cowboys, right? So he goes to this team. He's got the coach that supposedly loved him and wanted him. He's not going to get into a better situation. You couldn't draw up a better situation no. for Wentz. And what does he do? He goes nine and eight. And he loses to Jacksonville and, and also the Raiders. He lost to Jacksonville and the Raiders the last two games of the year. I, I'm sorry. It's all out there for you. You can't keep telling me that five years ago or four years ago when Wentz was on a 13-3 and three team, you can't keep selling me that that's the guy. That's not the guy. No. Wentz is what we see the last three or four years. He's not any good. It's it, it's ridiculous. It's it, it's so, it was so sad watching the Colts lose that game. It was like I was like, okay, you're running the ball, then you're passing, 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 and well, I was like, the ball to Taylor fifteen times, the best running back in football. I, I was like, I, I thought about it, even though they were down, like at one point was it thirteen zip, and I said yeah. to myself, it's still early. If they just run the ball every play. Three three plays, get a first down. Don't even throw the ball. You're you're gonna win this game probably. Maybe you're gonna win it 14, 13, 17, 13. And they got so nervous. It was so weird. To me, that game was Frank Reich thought that Wentz was gonna be him when he played for the Bills and came back on Houston. And yeah. of course, but well, he's another guy. He's like terribly overrated. Like Frank Wright's never done anything as a coach. He's never won anything. He's overrated. Where does he get the title of being an excellent coach and a great offensive coach? Because because the other thing is you're right. When you're down 13 to nothing, or if it was 16 to nothing, whatever it is, whatever. If you, if you stay with the running game, one of the things that you've got to know about Indianapolis, if you watch them all year long, is that Jonathan Taylor busts off 30 and 40 yard runs. So you're still gonna score quickly. Yeah. Just if you just keep with your game plan. You're going to get down the field in three or four plays a lot of the time, and especially when it was early and when the third and fourth quarter come, they're going to the the defense is going to be tired, yes. and that's when he rips off those runs yes. more. So, so that game, that game was was just an it's a microcosm of all of the overrated analysis of the Colts. Everyone talks about they got a great GM and Chris Ballard. They got a great system in place with Frank Frank Reich. So great. They make the playoffs the last two years. So great that they got a quarterback that the first team didn't want. That's the other thing is if somebody doesn't want you that bad, they're going to say, hey, take, listen, please take this quarterback 
and we'll pay the $23 million or whatever it is, the dead cap. So now how does Indianapolis have this high rating as a great organization? Nine and eight with, with that general manager and that coach and that quarterback? No way. There's no way they're winning. Yeah, it's like it's like going to a bar and doing speed dating. And the first 10 girls tell you no. And then you get one girl to say yes. It's like obviously you're not that good. Something's going on. You're not, you're not doing good. You're like, you're not gonna work, it's not gonna work out. Cause you're you can't even impress out of the 10 anymore. They didn't want him. They didn't want yeah. him anymore. So the one girl that would want you, who knows? Maybe she just wants you because she, you know. That's, yeah, that's why that's why the teams that are always in the playoffs and the stable teams are obviously the guys that got Rodgers and Brady. And Tampa Bay went and got Brady and they became a stable that's team. Same. Although I gotta tell you, the worst play of the whole weekend, a wild card weekend, which was a great weekend of football, even though the games weren't that good, it was still it was exciting, right? The worst play of the whole weekend is when that knucklehead Bruce Arians went on the field and punched the player in the head because I mean, I mean don't they, these guys, they don't realize by now that you cannot hit your players. No, but he doesn't realize because he's old. He doesn't understand even now to this day that the camera's on every moment he's no, doing something. That, that, that Bruce Arians, he was like this. He's so, he's so, he's another guy. He's so bad. Like he's another guy that had a reputation as a good offensive guy. He's so bad. Until Brady walked in, he's never going to win anything. He had that hat on, you know. He's always got that hat. You know that little hat, like it's like a, it's like the hat they wear in the in the Tour de France or whatever. That little hat, and the Irish people back in the day, way back, would wear it. But like Pinky Blinders would wear it. But it's funny, like if you watch him during that moment, he went to hit him, and he kind of stopped. Cause he kind of like either pulled a muscle or he knew he was fucked up because he was going to get caught. No, again. I'm gonna got, check him. no, he's got a serious injury. He's got an injured um, Achilles. He's got a damaged Achilles. So he can barely move in the sideline. He was already hurt going into that game. He hurt his Achilles tendon. But here's the other thing is the thing is this, even if your player is doing something incredibly stupid on the field, which that guy was, his name is Adams, I think, whatever his name is. He was doing something ridiculous and dumb. You still don't get to hit him. You're not allowed to hit the guy. I think I lost you for a minute, buddy. Where'd you go? That's okay. We have a little, you, you must have lost uh, your Wi-Fi. I'm pulling the guy. Yeah, are you there? I got you. Hello, I got yeah, you. There you go. Yeah. All right, so let okay, let's let's move on because I don't want to lose you. Was, even if your player is doing something wrong, committing a penalty, doing something stupid, you don't get to hit him. You don't get to slap upside the head anymore. You don't get to grab his face mask like in the olden days and bring him over here and say, "What are you doing? What's wrong with you?" That that's that's not the way you coach anymore. That's done with. It's over with. And that wasn't even that bad. I, I know it was a penalty, but it wasn't even like like a crazy penalty no, at the end call, of the they, game. And, they didn't you know. call a penalty. They, it could have been a penalty, but they didn't call a penalty. The, what happened was I think Adams was pulling someone off the pile. Yeah, that's an automatic personal foul penalty. When you pull someone off the pile from behind, you can't do that anymore. So that's why he's running out there. That game yeah. was over when it started. You know, like, yeah. relax. Okay, so let's go. Okay, let's go to the game we haven't talked about yet, which is uh, the Rams and Tampa Bay at – Tom Brady, Tampa Bay. Um, you know, it looks like the Rams are tough. I mean, they, 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 their defense looks really tough. Well, they have to play good. They're tough. Uh, they already beat them. They already beat them once. Yeah, but the Rams are tough. But the Rams are trying to overcome too many injuries. So I can't. Uh, Where? Well, their two safeties are out. Yeah, but they're sure. smaller, so they, they, they had to sign that guy, Eric Weddle. He's like 38 years old. Yeah, the lumberjack. He's like well, a hipster lumberjack. Well, that's not going to work. That's not going to work, right? Jalen Ramsey at one cornerback. Their, their, their defensive backfield is decimated with injuries. So even though the Rams are tough, they're coming in injured. And they're, they're, they're missing uh, Robert Woods, their number two wide receiver. So they got Odell Beckham in place of him. I, the Rams are good, but you don't beat Tampa injured. 
You're not going to go in there and beat them injured. And that game to me is like the Bills Chiefs game. I don't really want to bet that game. But if I had to, gun to my head, I'm taking Tom Brady and Tampa at home because the Rams are injured. Yeah, what's the line on that game? It's not even a lot of yeah. points either, that game. It's Tampa Bay minus three. Yeah, so all these games are close. I mean, you're right. That's like a give me. Minus three, the Rams going in there. Stafford's going to feel pressure. Yes, their defense is good, the Rams. I know they got injuries, but I, I get what you're saying. It's like they dominated that game against Arizona, but Arizona was playing terrible. They were done. Oh, my God, that guy, that guy, Kyler Murray, was so bad. You know, here's the thing. Uh, that guy, Kingsbury, is going to get fired. They're, they're going to fire him. That, really? Because this is the second year in a row where they completely just bottomed out in the last part of the year. In their performance, they were one and four the last five games, and their only win was in Dallas, which is not hard to do, right? So that owner, Michael Bidwell, he doesn't want the coach anymore. He wants to get rid of the coach. And he's I, the only reason he's hesitant is because he doesn't, he doesn't want to piss off the quarterback, you know. So, so you don't know, think we gotta we gotta we gotta wrap it up here soon because I gotta I gotta roll. Right, but you don't think so? You don't think Rams have any chance? Yeah, they do have a chance. They have a chance. They're good, but I don't know. I don't like playing Tampa Bay without your defensive backfield. I don't like playing him with Eric Weddle. I mean, if you you got Eric Weddle hasn't played in two years. You know, he's been over at he's been just sitting at, at coffee shops and craft beer places and walking yeah. around Brooklyn. I don't like that. He's a hipster. He's got that beard. He's a hipster kind of guy. Yeah, I don't think he's he, he, yeah, he's like whatever. Brady's gonna exploit him. So right now, so you like in that game, you like Tampa Bay minus the three, and so do yeah. I. Yeah. And guess who else like Tampa Bay, Bay, Bay minus three? Who? I like them, It's TV 12. I love my team this weekend. The Rams are overrated. Stafford's going to choke. And that Weddle guy, you're right. He should just be home watching me win. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> bet, bet everything you got. All your crypto money. Bet all your crypto money on me Sunday at home against the Rams because I'm going to Green Bay. And I'm going to beat that Aaron Rodgers in that cold tundra in Green Bay. And then I'm going to L.A. Because everyone in L.A. loves me. And I'm not going to go there win the Super Bowl. What do you think of that? I, I think you got a good chance of that. And here's – here's here, Tommy, I don't know if a lot of people know this. TV 12, I don't know if a lot of people know this right now. But this is one of the reasons why I love you so much and I'm such a big fan of yours is, um, you know, you're, you're charitable, like a lot of a lot of the, the, the athletes are. A lot of the big athletes are, are very charitable. You guys take care of, uh, you know, families and kids that are, you know, whether they're going through illnesses or whether they're going through tragedies, you guys are really good about this kind of stuff. And there's a young kid who's sick, and you gave him and his family tickets to the Super Bowl this year, right? I don't know the kid's name or what his illness is, but you gave them tickets to the Super Bowl, but – not only did you give him tickets to the Super Bowl, but you said, when you gave him those tickets, you said, I don't know if I'm going to be in the Super Bowl, but I want you to go. And that's why I love TB12 so much, because you got humility. You give a kid tickets to the Super Bowl who needs it. The kid's going through a tough time, right, for his whole family. But you still got the humility to say, hey, man, I may not even be there. I might lose to the Rams. I might lose to Green Bay. You never know. So Again, again, Tommy. You never cease to amaze me. That's why I love coming on your show. That very guy, he's okay. But I tell you, like, I do not get the interviews like I get with you on this old Menace Web show. For you to say that to me, for you to bring up my charitable things that I do and just my love to help people, it, it just makes me blush. Well, good. I'm blushing. I'm um, blushing right now. That's good, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I, I really appreciate And I know you're playing me again this weekend. What's that? We're real fans of TV 12. I mean, you, I know you right? guys are. You were all of the same age group, kind yes. of. And I'm still younger than you guys, but we're all old. 
but I love it. And I just can't believe, you know, that was such a great thing that you just said. And, and everybody talks about all the baloney and ask me if I'm going to give 100% and all this other bull crap about the next game. And what you just said, I swear, it really means a lot to me. And I'm sure my hot model wife is home watching this going, that's a nice thing to say. That's a nice okay. thing to say about my husband. Good. That's great. Okay, TV. All right, so I, I appreciate you taking me this weekend. I can't talk about a point spread because I could get in trouble with the guy that oversees our league. But I love it that you're picking my Buccaneers, and I will dominate again this weekend. I will dominate, and the Rams will go down. And I like Stafford. I really respect him. But I'm sorry, it's not your time. It's my time. It's TB12 time, and it always is TB12 time. Yes, so it thank is. You. I, all right, all right. I gotta go. I gotta go have an avocado and uh, no bread, and I gotta go have some high protein shake and just relax. I got a little hyped up there. All but right, I, good job, TB12. You rest up. Uh, have a good game. No injuries. No injuries on uh, on Sunday. Is it Sunday they're playing or Saturday? Sunday. I play Sunday, the early game. No injuries on Sunday. Um, have a good game. I think you guys can beat the Rams. Um, I, I'm, you know, the Rams are a tough team. Obviously the Rams got a great young coach. Um, you know, and here's the thing, win the game and keep your silly coach on the sidelines and tell uh, him he's himself. That's all you got. He's funny. He's silly. He's got a silly hat. Oh, you know. All right. Okay. Thank yeah, you very much, Tommy. All right. Buddy. The, guy, so was, the guy loves you. That's so that was good. Okay. So let, let's wrap this up. So I'm just going to go back real quickly. We're going to take Tennessee minus the points. We're going to take Green Bay minus the points. I'm taking the over in the Green Bay also. Then we're going to go to Tampa Bay Bucks minus the points. We're not talking about the over-under there. Yep. And then the Chiefs game. We're staying away from it. The best game of the day on Sunday, we're going to say don't yeah. even take it. And, yeah. and you know, and, and that's our concern. Very deep. I say this every week. I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that Green Bay is going to dominate San Francisco in that ridiculous quarterback situation they have. I'm very confident. But here's the thing. If you want to win money, if you want to keep your car and keep your house, don't take my bet. Because I don't know. Yeah, you can Probably, be that. I mean, but if you, you want know, to win real money, like bet the way you bet. Or you can go George Costanza and go opposite. Opposite, yep. Opposite. And you can do that. So, all right. So, we appreciate everybody for watching and listening. Old Men and Sweats here. Please go follow us on our social media, YouTube, Facebook. Go listen to us on Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. We're on all the major platforms. And all you people out there, remember, all you people out there in the wide world of sports, all you youngins and all your older people, you got to remember one thing about us, and please remember this. We won't try harder next time. So don't even ask. Don't even ask. All right, Las Vegas, stay sweaty. Thank you, Tommy T. Talk during the weekend, during the games. Great show. Adios, everybody. All right, take care, buddy. Good job, buddy. All right, later. All right, man, I'll see you. All right. I think you are asking for the album Jock Jams, is that right? Yes. 35 Jock Jams 2, Stadium Anthems by Power Music Workout on Amazon Music.